Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. Stokes here. Welcome back to another episode of the Trading Coach Podcast coming your way three times a week from the safety of my home. Thank you as always for joining. Thank you guys for doing such a great job of supporting the show. Rarely do I kind of check like rankings or whatnot or placement, but um, I was trying to get a link for something. So I was searching the podcast on iTunes and we are the third podcast that shows up when you search Forex trading, which is pretty cool. You guys keep telling me that we're popular to little People that send me stats keep telling me that we're popular, but I don't really believe it because in my mind, it's this close little tight knit group where we have discussions about trading that other people are afraid or unwilling to have because it reveals the truth. And you know what they always say, you can't handle the truth. Well, reality is the scammers don't want you to know the truth. And we're going to get into that a little bit in today's episode. But I want to start off by uh, sharing with you... uh, uh, a, a sad story, I guess a realistic realistic story that my business partner Darren just shared with me. And, and we've been getting emails, as you can imagine. So uh, this is, I'm recording this in April 2020. So this is in the middle of the coronavirus thing. And uh, people are in a state of panic, right? We've gone from fear to panic. And, and everyone's kind of tr- getting, I guess, trying to get a grasp on their life. Um, and trading is something that a lot of people are flocking to. And he got this email from this eight-figure online business owner that said, I just lost 3K today in the market, right? And how is the first question? Like, how did you, was it a bad trade? Was there a a big move that came out? I know non-farm payrolls was this morning, but there really wasn't any moving off of it. How did you lose 3K? I mean, were you just trading a very, very big position size, right? I assume this person was a trader, right? Because again, why would you be risking 3K in the market if you're not actually a trader? But then I remembered this is reality. This isn't the safety net of our tier one trading platform where people are actually doing the right things the right way. This is the real world where people are doing dumb stuff all the time and sometimes paying the ultimate price. And Darren told me that this guy responded to me, said, well, you know, I try, I lost 3K because I tried to trade the markets for the first time this week. And it's like, what? So you tried to trade the markets for the first time and you were trading live money and there's no training or learning just it, it all happened that quick yeah um and, and darren's asking well why, why did you you know why, why are you in such our normal kind of trading coach kind of intervention type thing you know um what made you jump into the markets what made you jump into the markets without learning what made you jump into the markets without learning how to trade did you think it was just gambling like what was the reason that you decided to put your hard-earned money at risk 
um, so soon in the market? And, and the answer was, well, because someone told me to, right? Someone told me that I had to get in right now because there was so much opportunity. So I did it. And many of you guys are probably listening to this kind of laughing and scoffing saying, oh, like, why would he do that? But unfortunately, again, this is the reality. You got to keep in mind, although we treat trading like a business and you guys listening to this podcast, hopefully understand that trading is a business. Many people still have the gambler's mindset. Many people still have the mindset that, hey, this is something that I can make a lot of money off of really, really quick, right? We hear, we've been talking a lot about the opportunities in the market. I'm so blessed to have come full circle, meaning that my trading career started right after, quote unquote, the Great Recession, right? That, that 2000, 2009 period where things started kind of ending and rebounding uh, is when I started trading. So I had a, a, a good chance to understand how markets react to these type of times. Um, and it allows me, it gives me the experience to know how things are going to happen after this kind of coronavirus session. I don't know what the official name is going to be, but this type of period uh, in the market. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, it is going to be a, it is already a bargain bin sale. It is a fire sale. You are going to be, be able to buy up a lot of assets really, really cheaply and position yourself very, very well for the future. One of the traders I work with is loading up on oil right now. Me and my wife have had multiple conversations about kind of kicking more into our, our children's, um, investment accounts that they're going to get when they're what 18 or 21 because i mean it's going there's going to be a massive amount of growth there there is so much opportunity in the market but it's only opportunity for people that know how to take advantage of it it's still not one of those things where you can just show up and start making money again that's it's ridiculous to think that way um, it is it is ridiculous to think that way, right? You need to know what you're doing. Um, if you do, you have a very, very good chance of positioning yourself to do very well over the, the up, upcoming years. If you don't, you're going to get burnt just as you would have gotten burnt three, four years ago, five years ago, basically anytime you try to trade the market without knowledge. Um, so you have to have that that type of mindset. And I got a question today as well on Instagram. And uh, for you guys, you know, I'm all over social media. Give me a follow, Akil Stokes RTM, Facebook, Instagram, the Twitter machine. Um, don't be shy about asking questions. Um, I answer all of them unless you're kind of asking me ridiculous questions or trying to uh, sell me some type of service to build my following. Akil, you deserve more followers. Let me help you. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. Um, but anyway, this question said, um, he said, Akil, um, how do you think financial trading will be post-corona world? Do you agree the idea that social trading is the future? And the first thing I said was, and I felt a little embarrassed to say this. I'm like, I'm like what is uh, social trading? <laughs> I had no idea what it is. It's a, it's a combination of me being so blinded in my world and, and, and what I'm doing. And also at that weird period where I'm, I'm not old, but I'm starting to get old. So some of these terms like... Um, confused me the other day. Uh, Naomi hit me up. She's like, "Yeah, TBH," and I'm like, uh, uh, "HGH." Uh, and she's, <laughs> to be honest, I'm like, "Oh, oh, yeah." So I'm at that point. So you gotta, you gotta speak very remedial with me. Um, but he said, "Social trading is basically um, the word that they use for uh, like mirror trading or copy trading." So I'm sure you guys have been and been. Uh, 
shamelessly promoted services that say, hey, join my my WhatsApp or join my group here and and I give out trade signals, right? A, a, a trade copying service, right? Back in the day, it used to be a lot more professional. Now it seems like everyone is doing it. And I guess that's not a good thing or a bad thing. Um, but that's what social trading stands for. And um, I, I forward him to a few podcasts I did previous to this one talking about, you know, again, how I feel there's going to be a massive amount of opportunity for those who can take advantage of it. I think it's going to be a very, very good time in the market whenever things kind of settle. Um, but the social trading aspect is uh, interesting because I, I do think this is going to open the door for a lot more social trading. And again, I'm not sure if it has died down or I've just stopped paying paying attention to it. But typically these things kind of thrive during bad markets, right? And bad markets is, is kind of a reality check of people uh, needing to get control over their finances, right? When everything is doing well, right? When the Dow Jones is just on a steady incline, um, people don't really look for help with trading because they're just like, okay, I'm just going to invest in the market um, consistently and I'll make my whatever return. When things get hard, however, and they start losing money and it's out of their control, that's when the pain kind of triggers and they start saying, hey, I, I need to be in control of my financial future. I need to at least, well, the good traders are saying I need to understand this stuff and learn how to make my own decisions in the market so I can avoid this going forward. The bad ones, again, are looking for opportunity. So I do think you're going to see a massive uptick in social trading. And I'll start on the bad side. The bad side is you're, you're probably going to get spammed a lot. There are going to be a lot of people out there selling you signal services and, and, and whatnot, and a lot of them are, are going to be fraudulent. Um, there's a lot of fraudulent people right now. I, mean, I, I can't tell you how many times uh, a week I get I, I see a spam message of, of uh, someone offering me that service, and I, I, I respond, do you know who I am? Do you know who I is? Come on now. Google me, baby. I don't need just services. You may need my services. Now, in my head, I do that. I'm not that arrogant in real life. Um, but that already happens a lot. And I can only imagine that opening the door even more. Um, however, there is a positive side because this is going to be a, an ultimate business opportunity. Uh, I put out a podcast a few weeks ago, I believe, called um, something about owning your own life. And we talked about how, in another one, even talked about excuses and how this is the perfect time to do something that maybe you were afraid to do or that you're making up excuses to do. So when we work with traders, right, we always talk about trading like a business. And trading like a business is from a few different aspects. Obviously, the actual trading part is like a business as well. But after you treat your actual trading like a business and become consistently profitable, you can now turn your trading into a business. And that's one of the ways to supplement, uh, supplement your income, right? That was the way I did it as well, right? I wasn't fortunate enough to be trading with enough money to trade full time and, and have that pay for my entire life. Just to give you guys some perspective, it's different wherever you're at. I always tell people, look, you need at least, I want to say a quarter mil, $200,000 um, to trade full-time off of your trading. And I know some of you guys are going to laugh at that and be like, $200,000, why? Well, instead of breaking it down for you, just do the math on that. Um, do the math on what your 
yearly expenses are, take out some taxes, take out the fact that you have to continue to compound uh, the account because if you don't add to your account, you're gonna be going backwards. And you'll you'll realize that $200,000 doesn't really get you as far as you think as, as far as uh, making a, um, a base salary. And again, it depends on your lifestyle. If you're single and, and, and living in a one bedroom apartment, then you probably need a lot less. If you have a family, a car, a mortgage, and all that other fun stuff, right? Just got my kid's dental bills the other day. <laughs> Um, you need a lot more money, so do the math. But the point is, I did not have that. So my goal was to turn my trading into business. And in hindsight, I actually would have done it a little bit different. Um, we've been having a lot of conversations about prop firms. Many of the traders that we're working for are um, going on. They, they want to work for a prop firm. That's the way that they can uh, use their skill to not necessarily grow their business, but use their skill and, and, and get a job using that skill, um, trading other people's money and, and getting uh, obviously a, a cut from that, a pretty good slice of the pie. Um, but what I did was I went into money management. So I managed money for others because that was a way for me to turn my trading into a business. And, um, money management makes some really, really good money. I, I can tell you this, there is a very high ceiling, especially if you're very, very good. There is an incredibly high ceiling on managing money. Um, ridiculously high, <laughs> trust me. Uh, but it is very stressful, right? If you if you picture my beautiful face right now and you picture like 10 years ago when I was managing money, um, I had a full luscious hair of head or head of hair, right? Now, if you notice, right, you can see that the corners are kind of retreating from my face. Why? That was money management that did that. The stress that came along with not only managing a massive sum of money, but kind of being responsible for someone else's money, um, someone else that was really hands-on, kind of like breathing. I could feel the hot breath on the back of my neck every day, um, even though they weren't physically there. Um, that was really, really, really tough. And it was just, it, it took the love out of trading. It wasn't fun anymore. It was a job. It was a very stressful job. Um, probably very similar to like an air traffic controller. Obviously, the the you know they have a much bigger responsibility because they have ma they have a lot of people's lives in their hand. But the same type of nervous tension at all times of like if I make a mistake, like this could be it. Um, so I didn't like that very much, and that's why I ended up getting into coaching and teaching. Uh, I had no plans on on doing it, but I did because after I stopped managing money, I, I needed another way to make some supplemental income. Um, and that was the path that I, I took. I, I kind of denied it at first. I didn't want to do it. And I was like, ah, let's, let's give it a shot. It's better than managing money. And then lo and behold, I fell in love with it. Um, it was funny. My mom's a teacher. I've tried to take the exact opposite direction of life than my mom. We have, I've got some issues there. Um, and I end up really going right back where she was. She was a, um, she was a small business consultant. I am a small business consultant. She was a uh, college professor. I am a teacher. Um, she taught psychology. I teach trading psychology, right? Funny how things come full circle. You try to avoid something your whole life and you end up right back in the same spot. Um, but I did fall in love with coaching and obviously it, I get, it's, just, it's meant to be, not just uh, coaching traders, but coaching track and field as well. Um, it's meant to be and I enjoyed it. It's, it's my service in life. It, 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 makes, uh, it makes money. Um, it gives me social interaction, which is something that traders kind of lack, which I lacked when I was trading. And it gives me purpose. It, it makes me feel like I'm doing something to help the world move forward by helping each individual person move forward. So it's, it's a blessing to do what I do. Um, 
But if I weren't doing that route, uh, something else I would do um, or something else, you know, something else I would personally do if, if I weren't doing that um, and something I encourage many of our traders to do is start a trade following service, right? It's the next step down from managing money because you're not actually handling the money of someone else, right? From a legal perspective, um, that makes life a lot easier. From a psychological perspective, it's still going to be a little bit tougher than trading your own because you know people are following you. But it's not as bad as literally having someone's money and seeing it in your account and see it, seeing it kind of, you know, drop down in front of your face and being like, "Ooh, I hope they don't check today." Uh, that is that is pretty tough. And just to give you some perspective, right there, there, there's already a demand for that. I used to get an email at least once a week from someone asking me to manage their money. Um, or, or do I do like a trade uh, managing money or doing like a trade copying uh, service? Now I get an email about once a day. I've been getting texts from friends, um, blatantly disrespectful texts saying, hey, Keel, right? I know you're the market guy, right? Can I give you some money and you buy some stocks for me? And like, no, like, what do you think this is? Uh, um, but I understand where they're coming from. And it shows me that there is demand for that. So we've been talking to our traders a lot about, hey, that is going to be a booming business going forward because... Just like this eight-figure business owner that recklessly lost $3,000 this week in the market, people want to invest, right? People that want to invest, want to invest. People that aren't familiar with, with investments, they're going to want to invest because everyone else is telling them that they should invest. And there's going to be this massive demand of people wanting to invest. Now, here's the kicker, right? We know the rules in trading, right? The 90-90-90 club. That is a very exclusive, no, not an exclusive club. It's a, whatever the opposite of exclusive is. It's a club that lets everyone in. <laughs> Where 90% of traders lose 90% of their funds in 90 days. That's just what it is. So you can imagine that most of those people that are all excited, like, yeah, I'm going to learn how to trade. I'm going to be awesome. I'm going to make all this money. There's so much opportunity. Most of those people aren't going to pan out. But they're still going to look for an opportunity to make money, right? Because most likely one of the reasons they panned out is because they thought it was a get-rich-quick scheme or something where they can make money putting in a little bit of work. So they're still looking for that. It, it, it didn't work this way, but people like that, they just don't give up, right? They, they always go to the next get-rich-quick scheme, right? I'm sure you all have friends like that. So they're going to be looking for, okay, this didn't work on my own. I couldn't do it, but what if I give my, what if I just copy someone else? And that's a solution because does it take any work on their behalf? No, they just have to remember to open their email or, or check the alert every time you shoot in an idea and then execute the trade. So little little work um, for all of the reward. Um, now there's a massive amount of risk as well. Again, I told you there's you know half the people out there are going to be scamming you. Um, so there's a lot of risk in it as well. But I'm pretty sure these type of people don't care about that. So. If you are legit, right, if you are a trader that is consistently profitable, this is the time to start thinking about growing that side of your business out, right? You're going to be able to separate yourself because guess what? You are consistently profitable. You have a track record um, and you're going to be able to attract the right client because you're going to give them a realistic expectation as far as returns, right? So you're not going to be, you're not going to get the client who expects a hundred percent return every day in the market and then gives you an angry email or kind of, you know, quits your, your, your copying service a month later because you didn't give them that return. No, you're going to get a more knowledgeable client that understands that they're just trying to outproduce the market. And as long as they can do that consistently, then they're going to stay with you because, you know, it's worth it to them because they're, they're, they want to put their money somewhere. 
They want to put their money somewhere that's going to get the best return, but also not come with a massive amount of risk. That's what good investors are looking for. And when you think about growing this business out, and let's just do a, a quick example. Let's just say you're charging, you're, you're a startup, right? You're a startup. You have no reputation behind your name. Nobody knows who you are, right? So let's just say you're charging $20 a month for this service. Trade, copy, and service, we're going to get you in $20 a month. Let's say you can get 10 clients, 10 clients. You just made an extra $200 a month. Now, again, if you're good, the better you are, the more you can charge. You start charging $50 a month. Now you've got 10 clients, you're making $500 a month. If you got 10 clients and you're able to charge $50, there's a good chance you can market yourself and, and gain some more, right? Now you're up to 20 clients, $1,000 a month. Before you know it, you've got a nice little side cost. And again, that money can do one of two things. It could just be supplemental income that you use to pay some bills or fund money, right? Go on vacation with the wife and the kids, or that money could be flooded back into your account, right? If you're a younger trader and you've got nothing better to do, um, account growth is, is your biggest goal. I know you guys listening to the podcast haven't seen this, but for you guys on a tier one platform, if you look at the, the, uh, the Q&A session that we did on, what was it? This is April 3rd. If we did it on April, gosh, March, um, whatever that last week of March was, give me a second. March 30th, right? We're breaking down the numbers and at the very end. I showed you um, how the numbers look when you put it into our money management spreadsheet. That gives you all you need to see and all you need to know about the power of money management. So that's an extra thousand dollars a month. You can put back into your account. You can aggressively grow your account um, quicker, which means your returns start making more with the same amount of work you're doing before. Um, so it's a massive opportunity. So the answer is yes. I think this is going to be a time for social trading. Um, Again, that's going to be a positive and a negative. If you're someone that's looking for a, a get-rich-quick scheme, you're probably going to get scammed. You're probably going to fall victim to someone who is selling you what you want to hear, and you're going to go with them. You're going to lose money, and before you know it, their Instagram site is going to be gone, and they're going to be selling you something else a couple of days later under a new name. However, if you can find the right trader to manage money for you, it's an excellent opportunity to get exposure to the market without you necessarily doing the work yourself. And more importantly, if you're a trader that is consistently profitable and you're ready to trade live or you're, you have been trading live and you're ready to grow your business, there is no better time than now to start getting that business off the ground. Oh.